This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Additional terms and conditions apply. We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some didn't I just feed you version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone even our last-minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up and the process is automated so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. You have a short list and you pull from that and maybe you change it up seasonally as needed, but you gotta make it easy for yourself. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You? A podcast about feeding us kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy, bringing the crazy back to school energy. <laughs> Hi, Megan. Hi. It's so funny because we're recording this like before you go on vacation and the energy, the crazy energy of like getting ready for a big family vacation is almost exactly the same as like yeah. the crazy energy of getting ready for back to school. Yeah. Good um, point. So it's very appropriate that we're kicking off our back to school series in this with the same energy. I love it. As you say, as we We say. I I love it. I love it. Yeah, because you know what it is? It's like, there is no time. I feel sideswiped, even though I've known this is happening for months now. (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought I was way prepared. And it turns out I did like two things and there are 5,000 more to do. And you know what? There's just no choice though. Like, let's just jump in and do this. It's exactly back to school vibes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. But we do, we are prepared in podcast land to talk about back to school and we have some fun things planned, but like in actual real life, neither of us is even a tiny bit prepared, right? No. And when this airs, you will be just two weeks from school starting, right? Yes. Yes. I'll still be like a full month out. So even if we recorded this the day before it was publishing, I'd probably like the energy I have right now is probably more conducive to the topic. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'd be like, oh my God, why are we talking about back to school? I have a whole month. A whole month. I remember, I remember like the day before school starting back for you last year, we, maybe we were supposed to record or something and you were like, I just got the list of all the things that Oliver needs and we're just like running around like with chickens, like chickens with our heads cut off. And can we talk about two funny back to school stories from last year? Yes. One is that you sent Ella to school without her lunch on the first day. Neat. Super neat. (laughs) You know, mine, I looked at Isaac's middle school like here's your list to be prepared to be a big kid I was like nah they give you all of that and he was like I don't think so I was like yeah 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 he's like but it's weird to go to school with an empty backpack in middle school I was like nah no kid you're great he came home and was like uh everybody had their supplies (laughs) oops so we did like a last minute run to like Walgreens or whatever like get the folders get the pens so maybe we're not experts in back to school. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, no, this episode is actually great because I think what we did last year was we jumped in as like experts ready. Here you go. And what today's episode is, is really like taking a moment to stop to breathe, to know that this is going to be the energy, and then looking back at what worked for us before. So we're going to be pulling some of our favorite tips, guests, interviews from last year, just to kind of highlight the important things that will set up our back to school season, which is going to start having absolutely brand new content from A to Z starting next week. Yes. And it's a good reminder, actually, because we have so much good stuff coming up in the next several weeks that if you're not already, you should take a minute to subscribe wherever you're listening right now. So that way you don't miss any of the great episodes we have coming up. Some inspired by our listener requests, like Make Ahead Breakfast. Some inspired by our real life, like Stacey's tween lunch ideas. And Isaac's coming on as a guest on that one, isn't he? I hope he's helpful. It turns out tweens aren't like super into helping, but, um, or they're not talkative about it. They might have the spirit of it, but it'll, that'll be a very interesting interview. Can we pay him? I have money. Didn't I just feed you budget? Oh yeah. I mean, that changes the game. I'm interested in motivating him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Megan, you're going to be packing lunches for both kids. I don't know. That's a really good question. It's a good time to just be like, here's an update of our life. Tell us. So last year, as you said, I forgot to send Ella with lunch on the first day of school. I thought it was a half day. I didn't pack her lunch. (laughs) Ella also goes to a Title I school, which means everyone gets free lunch. So there's always lunch available to her. And she had 
cafeteria lunch on the first day. And I packed her lunch a handful of times last year because she would look at the lunch calendar and she would choose whether she wanted packed lunch. And she pretty much never chose it. And sometimes I would even pack her a lunch and then it would come home uneaten. And she'd be like, I forgot it was in my backpack. I just ate school lunch. And in some ways that was kind of hard because if you, if you have listened to season one, you know that I really love packing lunch for school. I feel like it's the sweetest little, like I get to send love with her every day to school and, um, comfort, but she's kind of like, she's going to be in second grade. She's like old hat school now. So maybe she needs that less. Um, so it was kind of sad and, and hard for me as an out and out control freak to be like, yeah, just eat whatever is it, the cafeteria for lunch. But she tried new foods because she was eating cafeteria lunch and even came home and was like, I have this lettuce at school and I really like it with this dressing. And it got her starting to eat salads last year. That's so amazing. It was kind of amazing. It was a weird experience. And now I'm not sure if she will want to do school lunches um, again or if she'll want to do packed lunches. She's obsessed with like having a lunchbox and all the different lunchboxes that we have in our stash. And she likes to pack, she's like to pack them a lot for summer lunches, like whether we just are taking a picnic to the park or she's doing a summer camp. She likes having those pack the like she likes the lunchbox part of it. So she may or may not pack lunch. Emmett will not start kindergarten until next year because his birthday is oh. in November. Yes, Oliver has the same – had the same thing. But as you – Stacey, you know this because I've shared with you. We um, pulled Emmett out of his daycare this summer, which has been a really hard thing. We pu- we took him down to two days a week and we're, we're currently like not even sending him for his two days, which is terrible because he's struggling with some – anxiety around school and also some behavioral issues at school. But we've applied to some other preschools and we're just like on waiting lists. So if he gets into the Montessori school that I would really love for him to be at, like I'm just learning about Montessori school programs, but they really put an emphasis on like kids being independent and also like outdoor play. And this school school has the best backyard and like a vegetable garden that the kids maintain. So fingers crossed everybody because there's like one other family on the wait list ahead of us and no one seems to be leaving because it's such a great school. Oh yeah, but you know, life happens. Like people move and jobs. Yes. So you never know. It could happen. It could happen. And if he goes to the Montessori school, he will have to take pack lunch. I'll keep you guys updated and let you know because it's been a long time since I've had to pack lunch for Emmett. And um, he's a different kid than Ella, so it'll be a different experience altogether. So what do about you think? You? Do you think he'll like you and I have mixed feelings about the word picky, but for shorthand right now, is he pickier? Like, do you think his lunches will be more plain? Is he someone who just like only sandwiches, no hot lunch, or like does he have it? What are his particularities? Uh, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I mean, I think he will be a kid who would eat the same thing for lunch every day. Yeah, I think that would be good for him to have that consistency. That's what we're finding in almost every other routine for him is that he needs lots of consistency. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure what it will be. Yeah. He loves a peanut butter and jelly. And as far as I know, the school would allow him to, oh, jealous. to take that. I know, right? Not that I'm not happy to be nut free. It's a very, very important thing. And we actually talked about that last season with Laura Fuentes of Mama Balls. We did. And yeah. she had some great advice about yeah. it. Yeah. And we've also talked offline about, 
I wouldn't say that we've ever said Oliver and Emmett are similar, but like we've grappled with some overlapping things. Emmett's a lot younger than Oliver. So it's like not, there's not enough information. He's still just a little foreman guy. But Oliver is somebody who really likes the same thing every day. I have like three or four lunches that go into rotation and that's what he likes and that's what he wants. It makes him like, that's the love, not the note. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh yes, this is what I like. And even though I had it yesterday, you gave it to me again. Yes. It's a comfort thing, right? Like, you know, you get, you get the same thing every day and you can count on that even if the rest of your day feels inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. And I do feel like we talked about that a little bit with Catherine McCord of Wheelicious when she talked about this idea that they have like a school lunch list. Like they have these uh, nine to 12 things that they always keep in their pantry. And then they just like pull from that list throughout the year to pack lunches. So it kind of becomes like a no brainer. Like you're not constantly having to think about what to pack and reinvent the wheel, so to speak, every single day or every single week. Like you have a short list and you pull from that and maybe you change it up seasonally as needed, but you got to make it easy for yourself because yeah. there's 180 school lunches to pack if you're packing So lunch. many. And actually Catherine is really the master at, you know, pulling from the same ingredients that work. And for her, it was also that Kenya is a vegetarian too. And she was really trying to figure out that protein piece with him as a vegetarian, but pulling from the same, you know, pantry essentially, but still being so creative and making it feel different all the time. So she's been a great inspiration for us when it comes to school lunch. And um, it was awesome kicking off the Didn't I Just Feed You Back to School season and actually just podcast all together last year with her. Um, I'm. This is my last year of packing school lunch coming up. Wait, what? Yeah. So <laughs> Oliver's in fourth grade. Okay. And our middle school for logistical reasons starts in fifth grade and there's a cafeteria in fifth grade. Okay. You can still pack school lunch. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes Isaac has been like, oh, I kind of wish you were packing me lunch, but he would never. I mean, for a minute, I had some weak moments where I was like, do you want me to just pack you a lunch so you don't eat a bagel every day? Um <laughs> And he was like, no. You always harp on the bagel. You're like, he just eats a bagel. It's such a carb bomb. It has nothing. It's calorie dense. So. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just, he went from being such a great, like, eater who ate all kinds of vegetables. And I really think this speaks to the fact that vegetables are partly a matter of habit. Because Isaac would... It wasn't like he ever had broccoli in his school lunch, but vegetables being just like a thing and automatic in his school lunch where he opened his lunchbox and there it was kind of kept it up, kept up the pattern. And even though as he got older, he got like, oh, I don't like this and I don't like that. And he's off eating on his own, being a tween and doing his thing. He's still like there were vegetables in front of him at least two meals a day that I managed And now that he eats school lunch and I only really put one meal in front of him a day, he has like really pulled back a lot from vegetables. And it's not like there's a one-to-one relationship. Like he's saying he doesn't like broccoli now. Well, it's not like I packed broccoli in school lunch, but I really feel like 
it's, it's habituation. I mean, it's the same with us. You and I talked about this at the launch of our summer season, talking about bathing suit season and how we want to feel differently and how we're trying to shift the way we eat. You get out of the habit of eating vegetables and you get out of the habit of eating vegetables. It's kind of hard to hop back on the vegetable wagon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been a big bummer for me. And I'm curious to see what happens with Oliver because he is a more selective eater in that he likes things plain and it's harder to order for him at a restaurant, Mm. but he eats tons of veggies, like raw, plain veggies are his go-to. So I don't know. We'll see. This year, I have one more year (laughs) to make my mark. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a weird, like, you feel sad about it, but also it'll be kind of a relief to not have that. I don't, and you know, every season just changes where it's like something fun goes away or something challenging goes away and something else takes its place. So even if you aren't packing lunches, then you're still going to have to deal with the whole the vegetable situation. I don't well, know what right. to call it. I know. Well, <laughs> like, well, that's what I was going to say. So like the downside, I mean, obviously the pro is that I don't have to pack lunches. Yes. So that's great. Although, you know, they could pack for themselves once they're in like fifth and sixth grade. But anyway, you know, so we have vegetables and I know we spoke last year about how to make packing vegetables interesting and vegetable ideas. Yes. Right? Yes. So we'll definitely get to that. But also snacks become much more important because they're older, they're out more, they're super active. If your kids are athletes, at least I can only speak from my perspective. Isaac has also lost a lot of weight. Oh, interesting. He's also building muscle. Yeah. So, but he like doesn't eat as much because if he doesn't like what the cafeteria is serving, he's just like, "Mm, I don't know. He either grabs a bagel or salad, a plain salad from the salad bar. Yeah. So like those protein heavy, nutrient dense, but you know, and they can be actually fat dense for their age and where they are and what they're doing, but not too sugar heavy snacks are really hard, but really important. So I know in this back to school season, we're going to be tackling snacks again. I feel like we could do a whole episode that's actually just about feeding your athlete. Yeah. I realize that's a big thing. I mean, we're not at, we don't have uh, student athletes yet because my kids are younger than yours, but I definitely like hear the rumblings from other parents about just the chaos of like having practices right after school or having like a really short time to get dinner done and then having like hours and hours of practice. And you really do. You have to find foods that are like not high in sugar, but are nutrient dense to fuel them because they're also growing while burning through a ton of calories at practices and games and stuff. Yeah. So we should, we should definitely cover that more than just snacks, but and I, there's lots to it. Yeah. So I think this is a good time to kind of tease besides just sharing our best of, right. Yes. We're going to be talking about packing school lunch, of course, concrete ideas, um, you know, fresh tips and thoughts on how to do it so that it's easy and manageable and still kind of healthy, but also appealing to the kids. But we will be talking this back to school season also about these other meals that we can manage, right? So yes. breakfasts, snacks, of course, we always talk about dinner. Um <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, listen, it won't all be serious, high-level subjects. We'll also be talking about fun stuff like pizza. Yeah. And frozen foods. Yep. 
And junk food, for better or worse. I I fully admit, I have like a little soft spot for junk food personally. And I can't wait to talk to you about how you're handling that with your boys. Because I know it's a point of contention. I'm very, I'm very (laughs) excited about it. Because I also actually have a sweet spot for it. And like my husband doesn't at all. He didn't grow up eating it. So there are a lot of dynamics around it. And also one that I'm really excited about talking about caffeine. Yes. Because like, oh my God. Tweens are obsessed with Starbucks. I guess we all are. Who who, who am I kidding? I know. Actually, <laughs> Ella, who, you know, is seven and a half, is recently obsessed with Starbucks. And she always wants to get, like, the strawberry frappuccino. Yeah. It is so gross to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's also a gateway drug, Megan. It's, it's a gateway sugar. drug. I know. It's the weirdest little, like, you're looking into the future when you're, like, at Starbucks with your seven and a half year old. And she's got, like, her missing teeth and her crazy headbands, which is what she's into <laughs> right now. And there she is with, like, the Starbucks cup in front of her and, like, telling you about her day. And it's just, like, holy yeah. It's not going to be long before she's 13 or 14 and fi- and like wanting to have a coffee in front of her and like talking about boys and Oh, oh my uh, god, we are feeling all the feels <laughs> for back to school. It's not back to school anything. <laughs> um, all so to s- lots of good stuff. Yes, lots of good stuff. Where can everyone find us? They need to subscribe, leave reviews. Yes. So they can find us anywhere they get podcasts and Fact right now, subscribe right now because we just teased a tiny fraction of what we're going to be covering in this back to school season. And then back to school leads right into Halloween, which leads right into holiday. Like this is go time for us people. We're psyched. We have tons of stuff. And on Instagram and Facebook, you can also find us as Didn't I Just Feed You. And on Facebook, guys, we have our private listeners group. It's growing. It's fantastic. People are helping each other. The secret question or you'll be asked a question to get in the answer is whiskey or painkiller or whatever you fill in just type something in i have to tell you since we did the summer season people have been really good about answering yes. and some people are like it used to be whiskey and now it's painkiller or <laughs> or they're just like i know i need to answer but i don't know what it is. i can't remember right now what it is and we let people in and it's it's such a good group I really love it. And I want everyone to be there. I do too. So join us. Join us. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jamendo. A huge thank you to our editors, Jeremy N., Samantha Gatsik, and the team at Counterweight Creative. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane in this back-to-school season and well-fed until next week. I need another snack. Don't forget to smash all five stars on iTunes. And... Subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding families.